0: Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the word of faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's word. To, to your grace, your love, your mercy. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to be talking about strong faith versus weak faith. It's a very short message. Genesis 17, strong faith against weak, weak faith or versus weak faith. Genesis 17, and when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram note of the word Abraham, not Abraham Abram and said to him, I am the, might, the Almighty God, walk before me and be thou perfect and I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. Hallelujah. multiply thee exceedingly. Somebody's being multiplied this morning. God is a God of multiplication and therefore he multiplies us. I see somebody being multiplied. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him, saying, as for me, behold, my covenant with, my covenant, I beg your pardon, is with you. And thou shalt be a father of many nations. Take note, God says his covenant, not Abraham's covenant with God. I told you last, maybe last week or last week, I'm not too sure now, that how God cut a covenant with Abraham. Abraham could not cut a covenant with God because by the time God will cut a covenant with Abraham, Abraham had fallen asleep. And so God cut a covenant with Abraham. Hallelujah. So God is saying, my covenant with you shall be what? My covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations. At this time when God was speaking, 99 years old and Abraham was childless. And God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Verse 5 Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham. Abram means supposed father, Abraham means father of many nations. So that's the difference. For a father of many nations have I made thee. Now, Abraham's situation has not changed physically. But God has said, A father of many nations have I made thee. How is that possible? Now, most of the times, we it's difficult to reconcile our physical realities and the things we go through on a daily basis with what God has actually said concerning us. And when we get to that point, people of God, I want to submit to you that Believe God. Amen. What did I say? Believe God. Now, because believing God will put you in the realm of God to get God's kind of results. Praise God. To get God's kind of what? Results. Hallelujah. Now, listen to this. It says, And I will make thee, verse 6, exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto them, and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee, the land when thou art the land wherein I beg your pardon, Thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan. For an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant. Therefore thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. So that was an instruction God gave him. Fast forward to Romans chapter 4. Those are the only two scriptures I'll read today. Romans chapter number 4 from the verse number 17. We read. So the New Testament now will see an interpretation of what actually happened to Abraham. And what actually took place in that verse we just read in Genesis 17. From verse 17 of Romans 4. And as it is written. I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God. Who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were? So we are looking at a dead situation with dead circumstances. Okay, the dead situation was number one, Abraham's body; number two, Abraham's wife's womb. They were all dead. So the scripture tells us. I have made the father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. 18. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And be not weak in faith. So there is something called weak faith. Be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. Now, not tomorrow. I mean, in his physical present reality, his body was a dead body. In other words, he can't produce. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. So, the New Testament gives us a more accurate age. He was 100. Old Testament said 99. But maybe 99 plus some. So they approximated it, approximated it to 100 years old. When he was about what? 100 years old. Who against hope believed in hope. That he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Verse 19. And be not weak in faith. He considered not. Now so this is how you don't become weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old neither yet the deadness of sarah's womb 2 20 verse verse 20 he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform. Last week I talked about persuasion. How to be persuaded in your faith. Strong faith weak faith. Faith comes from Romans 10 verse 17 by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. So you find out that anytime you hear the word of God and you keep hearing the word of God your faith becomes more and more. That's why we encourage you come into church. Because anytime you come to church, you hear the word of God. I mean, through testimonies, through the word of God, your faith is built up. Your faith is strengthened. You begin to see your impossible situations as possible. Hallelujah. You begin to see possibilities. You begin to paint new pictures for yourself. You begin to see your situation not hopeless. And you begin to hope even in your hopelessness. Hallelujah. Abraham against hope believed in hope. In other words, his physical circumstances were hopeless. But did Abraham become hopeless? No. Abraham kept hope alive. Sometimes we give up too early. Sometimes we give up give up too quickly. Abraham was persistent in his faith. He was strong in his faith. Now, how was he strong in his faith? God just came and spoke a word to him. And the word that came, he held on to that word. He held on to that word. And when he held on to the word, he stood on that word. And standing on that word means that you act what the word has said. That is what I said is what? Believing. Believing is acting what the word has said. You act it. You don't just believe in your heart. You act it. According to what the word has said. God told Abraham, you shall be Abraham. Abraham from today, not Abraham supposed father, but father of many. Guess what? Abraham went from that day onwards to announce himself as Abraham. He changed his name from Abraham from Abraham to Abraham. I beg your pardon. And guess what? He could have chosen to be weak in faith. Strong faith is not just hearing a lot of the word of God. A lot of the word of God will give you a lot of faith. But you can be weak. It's just like somebody that eats a lot. You can eat a lot and mass up muscles. It doesn't make you a strong man. It doesn't make you a fit man. There are many that are very bulky in nature. Very big. The obesity is not in exercise. It is in food. And foodology. There is something called foodology. Solo, foodology. Foodology will make you big, but it is called excess weight. So you can hear a lot of the word of God, but it will not give you strong faith. What gives a man strong faith is called faith is called exercise. Somebody say exercise. Yeah. So you can have a lot of food. Faith cometh by hearing, so you can be hearing a lot of the word of God and still be weak in faith. How is that possible? Because faith that is not exercised is weak faith. So Jesus said, if your faith is as small as a master seed, the smallest seed ever. So, what makes faith weak is not. The massiveness and the voluminous of the messages you have heard and listened. The catalogs of them that you have listened. But which of them have you acted on? If you don't exercise your faith, your faith will become weak. If you don't exercise your faith, your faith will become weak. Weak faith is the result of lack of exercise of your faith. Or non-exercise. hallelujah so you can also be tiny and not be eating a lot and still be weak because tininess or voluminousness is not in strength strength is exhibited in exercise so you can find somebody that is very voluminous and can be dancing and dance and then you can find somebody as tiny as Amelia and would take us through almost a whole 45 minutes and be shaking and be dancing and be speaking and be singing and still strong there and you're wondering why am I panting and this girl is still going on like that (laughs) it's exercise she's been doing this thing for so long, her lungs have taken the thing and then also jumping like a kangaroo (laughs) you know so the exercise is not in the size. It's in how much you are exercising. Not how much you are hearing. How much you are exercising. Abraham had one word and leaped on it. The Bible says he, was, he, he did not consider his body now dead. So irrespective of the physical circumstances, he did not look at it. Rather, he looked at what God has said. God has said he's a father of many. He says, I have made you. As far as he's concerned, God said, I have made you. He has. Not he's going to. So faith is receiving the word of God as what God has already said he has done. And acting like that. So somebody that is sick in the body. And decides that, oh, sick people are meant to be lying in bed and therefore remains in bed yet has been prayed for and has been declared you are healed and she still or he or she still remains in that bed that person will remain sick forever because the word has gone forth. What changes your circumstance is acting the word that has gone forth. Are you hearing me? Being not weak in faith. How was he not weak in faith? Number one, he did not consider the physical circumstance. Number two, he did not consider the deadness of his body, not the deadness of Sarah's womb, how impossible the situation is. But guess what he did? He did not stagger not at the promise of God. So God promised, he believed it, and he did not stagger. Staggering means wavering between two opinions. Okay, God has said it. Will he do it? How will he do it? I'm looking for how he will do it before I act. Like Thomas, I want to see the print in Jesus' hands and touch it before I can believe. And Jesus said something very instructive. Jesus said, Thomas, 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 this is me. Touch me and don't be unbelieving. But blessed is he who has not seen but has believed. When the word is spoken. When the proof that you have received the word. Is you act it. We are not saying act fake. Fake it until you become. No. 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 You have believed that what has been said. Is now your present our possession. You take hold of it. And begin what? Act that way. So. So. Even though you are seeing physical circumstances that are contradictory, you pay no attention. You do not consider the physical circumstances. Maybe sometimes you could even be feeling the pain, but refuse. Because when you see the pain, you will fear. Fear, and fear captures your heart. You will stagger. You start say, okay, no, 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 I'm not healed. I can still feel the pain. I can... No, the word has said that you are healed. So, if you are weak in the body, you begin to exercise, you begin to move. So that's why when somebody is in a wheelchair and want to heal that person, we we hold the person up and begin to walk with the person. You see the person doing that. You think the person is not healed. No, the person is healed. Once the word has come, the person may be doing that, doing that, fourth time, fifth time, then it's adjusted. All of a sudden, you see the person now running. What has happened? The person acted the faith. And therefore, the power of God was released. Hallelujah. The power of God was released. That's how a man gets healed and that's how you maintain your healing. That's how a man gets victory and maintains that victory. Hallelujah. That's how you maintain your victory. Like last week, we prayed for people here. So I'm saying, I want to see that the thing has adjusted before I move away. No. Yes, some will happen instantly. Others, because the word has been spoken, it is done. Some will come in, they will even be healed and not know that they are healed. Yeah, that's how it is. Amen. Yeah, that's how it is. I remember one time, I think I gave a testimony before, how my waist. In the morning, I wanted to get, get up and come to church. My waist locked. I said, hey, waist, you have locked. <laughs> and I'm a young man. My waist locked. That's about ten, five, ten years ago. We're down there in that pub there. My waist got locked. And I couldn't. I, tried, I adjusted myself, put on my shoes, and the pain was there. And that day, I think it was in partition service like this. So I put on my big gown. So I covered the whole pain with the gown. So even if I'm shaking under the thing, you do not know. <laughs> when, praises and, when praises started, I, I entered and jumped and danced like I was a madman. I was still feeling the pain and I was dancing. In fact, when I got to the pulpit to preach, I started binding sickness and disease for people. You think it was only you. I was binding for, I was binding for myself as well. <laughs> I was binding, as I was binding, I was binding and binding. (laughs) By the time we finished service, the thing had adjusted a little bit. But it adjusted. I decided, I'm not going to give it an attention. And I did not give it an attention. And the thing adjusted by itself and left by itself. Because as far as I was concerned, I fitting be sick. I can't be sick. I am healed. I'm the healed of the Lord. But you see, when fear captures your heart, fear has a way it can cause you to stagger. When unbelief captures your heart, it has a way it will cause you to stagger. Will God do it? Will he not do it? The Bible says, Abraham did not what? Stagger. He did not move between two opinions. God has said, I have made you a father of many nations. So he kept declaring, I'm a father of many nations. Do you know how many more years it took him? 23 years. And in those 23 years, his attitude towards God never changed. You know what he kept declaring? The Bible says, he staggered not at the promise through unbelief. So staggering is unbelief. Will he do it? Will he not do it? Will he do it? If you want to know what unbelief is, will he do it? How will he do it? Don't use your senses to rationalize the word of God strong in faith. How was how he strong in faith? Giving glory to God. Strong faith means that you have believed what has been said and therefore you act accordingly. You don't act giving glory to God on something that you think has not happened. You give glory because you know it has what happened. So thank you Jesus. So every morning for 23 years thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. You have done it. Thank you Lord it is done. Not, he's not saying it so that he will see it. He is saying it because he believes in his heart that God has already done it. Hallelujah. 21. I stopped them And being fully persuaded. So, it comes with persuasion. Persuasion means full conviction. That strong assurance that what has been said is what it is. Nothing can delete it. That what he had promised, he was also able, potent to perform. He's more than able. Are you hearing me? He's more than able. He is more than able. Our God is able. He's able. Many a times we are too confused because you are looking at the you are considering the physical circumstances around you, and you are thinking, can this thing happen? How will it happen? It has already happened. Anything God has said, it has happened. Are you hearing me? I'm not acting it so that it will become. It has happened. That's why I am acting it. I am saying it that my money is already in the bank account before I see it. Hallelujah. He says, I'm the God that supplies all your needs according to riches in glory. He says that the cattle on the thousand hills are mine. If I needed money, I will not come and ask you. And you are thinking your small 10 pounds or your 20 pounds will cut it. No. It's far beyond that. It's far beyond that. That's why you need to have an understanding of the word of God. And hold on to it. He's able. What he says he will do, he does. It's not because he will, he's now about to do it. He says, I have made you. I have what? Made you. Your future has been made. Your destiny has been made. Are you hearing me? Now, will you go through difficulties in life? Yes! Why wouldn't you? Why shouldn't you? He has equipped you enough to handle the difficulties. So when they come, don't be flabbergasted. Don't be all over the place like some some sissy. All over the place like some headless chicken. You know when you kill a chicken, those of you in Europe, you don't know how they kill raw chicken. I was telling somebody about, uh, it is Emma, about how we kill chicken in Africa. Like, you made it so gross. Now nah, we eat chicken. Eat chicken, my friend. In Africa, we slaughter the head. The, the raw fowl, we cut the head. That thing will be doing, it's dead. The head is not dead. Yo, I need to take you. In fact, we need to go to. God. I need to kill a chicken in front of you. You have to, you need to see the chicken. When they give birth to you here, you just become. You see all this processed chicken. Every time you go, the kitchen is already dressed. Have you go to the bush go and get chicken and come and or bed? Come and, uh, have you seen physical chicken before? Physical chicken. Have you seen a uh, fowl before? Physical fowl, male chicken. Uh, yeah, the one you eat is someone that killed kill that cut off the head when you cut off the head of a chicken the chicken is dead but you still see the chicken or the head of a snake you cut off the head of a snake you still see the snake going around it is dead amen when the devil's head is cut in your life he will still shake things around you but he is dead I say that sickness is dead that weakness is gone that pain is gone i say it is gone in the name of jesus i'm speaking now it's prophetic service i declare that pain is gone that change has come in the name of jesus that thing you are desiring i am speaking right now it is manifesting for you for the god that called the things that be not as though they were is bringing it into your manifestation I say hold on to the word of the Lord. The word God, the Bible says God will give you every good and perfect gift is from the Lord. Therefore he gives us perfect gifts. He gives us good gifts. Today receive divine gifts. Perfect gifts in your health. Your health is perfected. Your wholeness has come. In the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me somebody? I say I'm speaking now. I say your wholeness has been perfected. Your finances has been released. Everything you are desiring this day in this service, I say receive it now. I say receive it now. I say receive it now in the name of Jesus. It is done. It is done. I say it is done. It is done. I said, How can this thing be? It has happened. I say it has what happened. Stop rationalizing. You have seen too much of physical things, so you don't believe the supernatural. I say stop rationalizing. Hallelujah. Stop rationalizing. Have you received the word at all? Stop staggering. Refuse to stagger. You are seeing wrong pictures, but refuse to see those wrong pictures. See God's picture. He has done it. I say he has done it. Glory to God. the morning when you wake up say thank you jesus say thank you jesus i thank you because it is done i thank you because it is celebrated i thank you because i'm celebrating i thank you because i'm enjoying this is how you grow this is how you chart your path this is how you move forward this is how you go higher and higher in the lord praise the lord hallelujah glory be to god If you're not sure that you're born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit, He says soon you will not see me, that's his death, but it says soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are, just pray this prayer with me, declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God Come into me. Let me not be the same. I ask, O oh God, that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration, through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Father, I receive into my spirit a new spirit. I am a new creation. From today, I refuse to be the son of and the daughter of the devil I receive from today the spirit of sonship. therefore I take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong In the name of Jesus. Now pray this for me. Declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues, declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues, I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost now. Couldn't find one to compare to your grace, your love, your mercy.